Hello to all uh, women and men listening to the second um, episode of this podcast series. Um, a podcast series about the birth control pill, which is uh, aiming to uh, spread more information, valuable information to men and women about the birth control pill in order to um, yeah, give women more information and uh, make them be able to make a more conscious decision. Uh, so this second episode, we'll be talking about the pill, the birth control pill. So we're finally getting started on the birth control pill. Um, and uh, this will be about giving a, a context to the pill, uh, who were the makers, uh, when was it made, why, etc. And all uh, different uh, yeah, anecdotes uh, evolving around uh, the birth control pill. Uh, first, I'd like to start with uh, well, welcoming my mother, which is with us today Again. as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, we will talk more about the history of the pill. Uh, nice. So like the first episode, I'm, uh, I'm going to give a little bit more information and context. And uh, Okay. Hmm. Um, alors, to... Begin this, I'd like to start with telling who made the pill. Very important. Yes. Um, so it's about four people that were uh, involved in making the pill. Yeah. And how it all started is that uh, this woman called Mar Margaret Sanger, American woman, um, in the 1890s already was a woman of she was I think back then she was like around 30 or 20 and it was a woman who liked to live and who liked to enjoy her life and who says enjoying also implies um, sexual enjoyment mm -hmm. and back then it was doable but it was difficult because there weren't that many options for women yeah. and a lot of women would uh, try to yeah risk it and actually get pregnant unwantedly after that yeah. so it was quite difficult for a woman to enjoy not like men because men yeah they can't really they can't get pregnant so there was no no, no harm in, in in having more in having that pleasure um and she was like i want a woman and myself to be also able to uh, enjoy that part of life mm. And so in the yeah 1910-20, she uh, was like, okay, I really want to find a way to a free woman, that's what she had in mind, and to create a, a, uh, a medium, an object, a thing that would liberate women and would make them able to have sexual intercourse whenever. Um, and during her life, in the, after the 20s, during the 20s, she uh, met several men. She met two men. Uh, one was called uh, John Rock, and he was a gynecologist. And the other important uh, man that she met is uh, Gregory Pintus. No, sorry, Pincus. And he was a bio, uh, biologist. Mm. And she worked with him on this concept, which later turned out to be the pill. Um, but the, the, the physical job the, of making the pill was really created by those two men. Uh, and uh, Gregory Pincus was already doing some tests on mice to see how they would react to hormones mm. and to see if they would get pregnant. Yeah. Uh, and that turned out successful. And then um, 
via via Margaret Sanger heard of him and contacted him. So that's how they got all into uh, mm. in contact. Um, and along the way, they uh, uh, there was a very um, rich woman who uh, had married also a rich man uh, of America, uh, and he passed away. So she uh, inherited all of his money, okay, a big part of his money. And when she heard about this phenomenon of of that there might be a pill coming, a contraceptive pill coming, she was like, oh, I need to see those people and meet them. And she was actually uh, willing to give them, to fund them in their process. Mm, okay. So that's how they were yeah. able, you know, with that money, yeah. because she was so interested, they were able to yeah. uh, make this project happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so the, 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 the pill was uh, in the process of being made, and but they had to test it on people. And they wanted to test them because to give the context, I think I forgot to say that, but this was all in America. Mm. And... Um, so they wanted to test this pill to see if it would work on people as well. The only thing is that they could test on mice, but they, uh, from the Food and Drug Administration, they weren't able to, weren't allowed to test on humans yeah. because it was quite a new, uh, yeah, medication yeah. at the time. So it's always a bit risky. And then what they did is that in that time. Um, <clears throat> they thought they could go to Puerto Rico, uh, which is uh, in South America, uh, so not too far from, Ameri from America, and they went there, and they actually um, tested this pill on Puerto Rican women. Oh, why? And, okay. you know, this may seem quite normal, but it's already weird that you're not allowed to test something in your own country and why they went there is because these women were most of the time uneducated yeah. illiterate yeah. couldn't understand yeah. english so they did not tell them about how much i want to tell the story in a neutral way i can't because oh, this is such important information incredible. such yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah very controversial yeah. information and so they went to puerto rico and they yeah they told these women they would take something Oh, but they didn't so say they found why. A good victim. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. these women, uh, they did it. They thought, okay, yeah, let's do it. Didn't have too much choice, to be honest. And um, for some women, it worked. Others, it uh, didn't work. And for a lot of quite some women, it uh, actually damaged their genital system, so they mm. were um, infertile after oh, that. Oh yes. Yeah. And two women died. Oh. But they did not uh, do any autopsies, uh, autopsy, uh, like yes, looking yeah. at the body yeah. when it's dead to see what the causes of the death. They did not do that. They just left the bodies. They stopped the, the trials. They thought they were done. Went back to America. Did not report that two women passed away. Wow. Did not want to uh, look at why they passed away. And they just said to the... The, the the Food and Drug Administration, yeah, let's go. It was oh. successful in Puerto Rico. Uh, uh, it's, it's incredible. I think that the most women, they don't know all about this. No. I didn't know either. Oh, it's <coughs> incredible. Mm -hmm. So the yeah. abuse of their situation. Actually, yeah. Power yeah. and, and, and oh. money and... And knowledge or, knowledge. or language. Yes, because yeah. They, yeah, also, yeah. yeah. Oh my! Yeah. yeah, it's quite 
quite... Uh, uh, it's scary. Yeah, yeah, it's quite heavy. Yeah. And, um, and so then I believe there was also... Um, and they, they went to... There was a one medical school. And they told all the girls from that school that they had to test a pill, like be part of this test. And if they weren't, they wouldn't take part in this test, they would be expelled from the school. Oh. Can you imagine? So they oh, had to my. test the pill. Yeah. Again, abuse of yeah. power. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's crazy, right? Wow. I, th- I think it's totally crazy. Oh, it's completely inhuman. It's a yeah. chantage. It's, yeah, a, yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah, saying, yeah. if you don't do this, we yeah. will do this. Yeah. yeah. And they really needed, like, proof connector, you know, yeah. like... Uh, yeah mass uh, a mass of people to test it on yeah, yeah. Wow. regardless of the situation and the consequences wow. and um, yeah uh, so after all these trials happened and um, uh, they were maybe not 100% successful but they were por- were reported as successful and so the drug and uh, food administration um, said okay we can legalize the pill, we can start to sell it, mm. but only uh, for married couples. And that was in the 60s, oh, so beginning in the 60s. Mm. And they said yes, but for a married couple. Oh. So for a decade, for 10 years, uh, only couples that were actually married could afford to get this drug and could use it, mm. this pill. Mm. And I always asked myself, like, before this project, I was like, why is it that in the 70s there was such a revolution, you know? Why yeah. do we talk about, you know, those hippies and why do we talk about the sexual revolution? Yeah, I was like, yeah. in my research, I, f- I found the 60s to be the, the, the starting point of the pill, like, when yeah. it was commercialized. And I was like, but why does the 70s still, like, yeah. remain as, like, a big thing? Yeah. And as I read on, I found that the 70s... Ten years later, they legalized uh, the pill, the birth control pill, but for unmarried couples. Oh, and so that's why uh, it was such a revolution, because it was for people who were single. Wow, yes. Or were, you know, with someone, but not married. Yeah. And that's when it really liberated... Yeah, it was a sexual liberation. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It was meant to liberate women as well. Mm. And men by the same occasion, because they could enjoy it more as well yeah. so uh, so that's why the Whoa. 70s was a big um, okay important date yes so yeah. now i understand yeah. and um and so during those times uh during the 60s and 70s there was a lot of uh, upheaval as well in america there was the women's rights movement and uh so this we can call it that way tiny pill actually mm-hmm. gave rise to a huge economic, um, yeah, improvement. How yeah, can you call that? Yeah. Econ- I'm not a, a an economist, but a huge market. Yeah, yeah, as yeah. well. But yeah. also, it uh, it opened up a new part of th- yeah. Uh, yeah, the eco- economy, the American economy, yeah. was increased yeah. because the thing uh, when women started to take this pill, that meant that they could actually prevent pregnancy. So they had more stability in their lives and more certainty that they could actually go study ah, yes, of course. and yeah, go yeah. work. Yeah. It's really simple, but it really makes sense. Mm. If you are not scared to get pregnant and if you know you have 
less chances of getting pregnant, almost no chances, mm. then you're like, okay, I can envision my future yeah. so I can go study, yeah. which men actually only did, most of the men, mm. um, and some women, but not all women, and work. Right. And that combined with the women's right movements uh, and the après-guerre uh, period, so after World War, World War One and Two. Um, this all gave rise to a big uh, economic boom because they mm. were like, okay, women started to be part of the economy and to work yeah. and to, so it was a it was a huge uh, improvement in yeah. the economy yeah. and it really allowed women to be economically independent yeah. and to work and to have more knowledge like men. Yes. Yeah. So in that sense, the pill created a huge. Um, opportunity to be more equal than men in the way that they could learn the same and as much and work yeah. and um, so yeah that was a, a big uh, I thought that was really interesting yeah, to interesting read. Yeah. yeah very interesting mm-hmm. I don't know if yeah. you knew that or if you heard of that well if not all the details uh, or maybe that your parents told you about it or you were part of it mm. No, not really, because I was too young, and I didn't really. And I was also uh, I was not uh, born in the city, so uh, uh, we didn't hear those kind of things. I think mm-hmm. on the countryside. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it it slipped away a little bit for me, and I was also too young, but. Uh, it didn't really play in my um, my. It didn't uh, really concern you, actually. It didn't, no, didn't get to you. No, and not either uh, in our family or so. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's. Uh, I, I discover really things. Yeah. With I, this. Yes, of course I can understand that a, a woman got more um, uh, independence yeah. uh, or mm-hmm. power in somewhere. Uh, mm-hmm with the pill of course she could decide more about her own life etc mm-hmm. um, yeah but I think what this mm-hmm. at least to me what this research did at the end is connecting all the dots understanding why this happened how it happened yes from which movements exactly it, yeah. it came uh, which movements uh, were involved like everything in history like everything. Uh, there is a beginning and there is an end right. and it has to be logical yeah. and that's so interesting mm find the connection exactly and the context yeah super interesting yeah, very and i think it's very important yeah. for people who take the pill or yeah. want to take the pill yeah. the birth control pill to have this knowledge yeah. because it's very it's uh, it's really yeah very very important and it's rare information yeah. in the sense that it's not communicated exactly. everywhere they don't you ha- really have to research it i think because you cannot fi- mm. find it like this no, in the library no. or just in a no in a magazine or something i i i uh, the most information i really didn't know so mm. wow it's like your ears are uh, <laughs> um the oren klapperen. Yes. <laughs> I don't know how to translate that. <laughs> yeah, it's, right. it's incredible. Mm. Wow. And you also see that what was important at that moment, there was no concern at all uh, about um, um, health or mm. uh, that kind of issues. It was all about economic reasons mm. for 
and, and we see that our, our society for a long time, even until nowadays, but it, it's constructed about that, uh, on that, uh, the, economy, Ideology. The, economy, the economy is very mm. important, yes. Mm. Yeah, capitalism. And, uh, capitalism, the money, the power. Consumerism, and, uh, yeah. It's incredible yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. that it go, goes so far that it's interfering with this kind of topics mm-hmm. it's wow that's really where the power is eh? yes. if you have money yeah exactly. then you have power yeah and i think yeah. it's a it's a, it's really uh on, it's yeah, a horrific uh, way to yeah, use yeah. women yeah. like this yeah. because you have power yeah. you want to make money yeah. and also because it started off you know as a project that yeah. That would give women more liberation, like sexual liberation, but still, like the trials and everything. And it's um, it's so, so, but maybe there were women who realized what this uh, pill was doing with their body, but. Yeah, and they would just quit, but it's it it was so new that it was hard to go against it as well. Oh, exactly. Yeah, that's so terrific. That. It's a little bit the feeling that gives me nowadays if you want to go against uh, on on the on the um, level of health uh, against uh, the mainstream, let's say the allopathic uh, way of uh, uh, making people better, mm-hmm. uh, like modern medicine. Yeah, uh, it's not really accepted still. Mm. Mm. Because it's a question of uh, the big uh, pharmaceutical industry. Uh, mm. <laughs> I already say that. Sorry. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. And they serious, they right? they make the decisions and they uh, they have the money and yeah. they have the power. They want to make profit. Wow, that's that's giving me the la chair de the poudre. chills. Oh, I it, yeah about that because that's another point as well. Uh, so the bill was doing quite okay 60s 70s and then 80s and at the end of the 80s beginning of the 90s maybe you um experienced that because then you were yeah a teen, yes. little bit older than a teen yeah yes 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 they started yeah. they thought okay now there's a lot of women using the pill how can we make them use and buy the pill even more so it was all about finding a new market area, a new market opportunity. Yeah. What did they do? They started to um, promote this pill, birth control pill, as a lifestyle drug. Now, I, I will explain myself. A lifestyle drug is a drug that, um, a medication that is used to enhance your life. It's not a life or death um yeah, how can, you, how can you explain that? That it's not a mandatory medication yeah. that you have to use in order to be alive. Still, yeah, yeah. it's it's an upgrade of your life. Yeah. That's why it's, that's why it's called the lifestyle drug. Yeah, and so the pill um, was started to be commercialized and advertised as you know it could stop your acne, your bloatings, your mood swings, your headaches, uh, regulate your period, your cycles, yeah. have a less heavy flow, yeah. a menstruation flow losing blood um, and less pain yeah so what happened is that you had a whole new a group of women who were targeted and who like ran to get this pill this magical pill that would make their skin clearer and their bodies um, yeah less affected by this menstrual yeah. cycle yeah. having pain having a heavy flow irregular periods and I think it's, um, and that's still how our society is yeah. uh, going now, 
because I hear so many, I've talked with quite a lot of girls of any age and they all tell me, yeah, I've almost all tell me I've started to take the pill when I was, I don't know, 14, 15. Oh, And they say, I wasn't even sexually active. It was just, my doctor was like, yeah, you can take it because it's good for your skin. If you go to your doctor and say, I have skin problems, what do they say? Most of the time they will say, here, they they put it in your face. They say, take this pill. It's a magical pill. It's a quick fix. It's it's a term that has been used um, by this woman, very cool, holistic coach who made a book about hormones and how you can... With your food, uh, change your hormonal balance and then you don't need the pill. Uh, But that's for another episode. She said it's a quick fix solution. It's like a band-aid that you quickly put on a quick solution, you know. But it doesn't really treat the problem. And um, oh, it's uh, terrible. Yeah, terrifying. There's yeah. a lot of stuff. And that there are still so many women that they believe it, that they get into this trap, you know. Mm-hmm. That's what's terrifying me. Because I mean, they play with these elements and with scaring people, and they say, yes, if you don't want to get pregnant. Especially, especially, and, uh, and also uh, if you have. Um, uh, I, I knew a, a girl and she really had problems with her uh, acne mm-hmm. and uh, instead of uh, searching how she could change her uh, lifestyle or way of eating for example mm-hmm. she went to the doctor who said okay take the pill and I remember she took the pill and it was her skin was exactly uh, completely renewing Clear. maybe but was it but so it, it was better it it, it, it became better but mm-hmm. she uh, at the same time i remember uh, telling my friend who is was her mom or is her mom mm-hmm. do you uh, want your daughter to take all those hormones to just to get a better skin there are maybe other ways to you said that yes and then she said i know i know but what can i do i mean the doctor uh, presented this uh, as a ideal solution to my daughter and she's experimenting it and she's so happy with it so we don't think about the consequences it's it's terrible i think that's really where the lack of information comes in yes because these women these mothers are the ones who will give their daughters this option this idea and if the mom isn't against it then the daughter will take it because the mom hasn't enough information yeah. about this yeah. i mean you can still have a lot of information and choose to take the pill of that's course. your decision that's your decision but i think if you know all of this at least you have to then, know it yeah and make a conscious choice yeah. and and uh well i think you are used to be to have a rebel mom with uh, a rebellious mom yes mm-hmm. really uh <laughs> i i i cannot stand when i think we have so so much not enough information to make good decisions for our own body mm. and we they don't learn us to listen to our body so that we know what is well and what is wrong for our yeah. body yeah. you're the only 100% judge agree. of yeah. your own body yeah. yeah and that's making me because if you give your body to um, company with money or a research institute or to a doctor or uh, in in the way of okay you can do with it what you want uh, and and the quick fix uh, yes but, but what you say is it looks like you have to go to this clinic to uh, 
sign up and give your body for for um, experiments. But actually, all those women who take the pill are unconsciously doing that, yes. lending their body to the yes. industry and yeah, making that's, them that's the, test that's the uh, tricky thing. People. And it's not um, very uh, sincere uh, to to not explain everything. Mm. That's what I I I don't like about it. Mm. I mean. I always try to uh, raise you with the elements uh, uh, pour contre, eh, for or against. Okay. And then uh, uh, with the age, of course, when you are able uh, to make your own choices, uh, then it was up to you to, to decide what is best for me. Mm. So uh, it's not, uh, for me, it's not a fair thing to... Uh, when you have the money and the power mm. and don't mm. do not give all the information no, 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 it's no not good mm. it's not yeah but i think if you have nothing to hide then you will say everything of course the moment you have yeah. something exactly let it be a little little thing to hide yeah. it yeah. becomes suspicious you know exactly. you don't say everything yeah. so to me uh yeah I'm, ca I'm tempted to say that if this information is now being put everywhere and in magazines or in articles or, I don't know, talk shows, um, yeah, there might be something to hide or something to... Of course. Not, not necessarily yeah. to hide, but I think it's a bit strange yeah. and a bit... It's a pity that this information is not out there yeah. because it's so yeah. important. It's so important, yeah. yeah. And um, I had... Uh, oh, yeah... <laughs> Two, two last points that I wanted to make um, because I've read some recent articles that some women want to uh, stop the, the, the stopping week because when you take the pill, you take it for three weeks and then the fourth week you stop so you can have uh, bleeding. It's not your period, but it's a uh, bleeding moment that resembles Pseudo your period. Bleeding, voilà. say, yeah. yeah. And um, and I read articles in which doctors said like it's perfectly healthy to to skip the stop vague, oh the stopping God. week yeah, yeah, and go on. Another and bitties. Another yeah. bitties. Another yeah. I, I, you know we're thing. not um, doctors, so I don't know what we can say about that. But how where this comes from? This three weeks taking the pill and one week stopping goes all the way back to when they made the pill. They wanted to legalize it, right, in America. Yeah. And in order to legalize it, you had to talk to the Food and Administration, um, uh, Drug and Food Administration. Yeah. And religion was really important. Yeah. So talk to the Pope. Yeah. And if you wanted to uh, implement things in America, you also had to go through the Pope. Yeah. And the, the makers were like, okay, if we can make this pill resemble the natural cycle of women, maybe it will look more natural. And the Pope will um, legalize it, will be okay with it, because oh. it resembles normal life, well, like yeah. natural life. Yeah. And this um, is purely where this comes from. Wow. So this whole decision from the Pope and the people uh, who made the pill is imposing this rhythm on women to have a three-week um, taking the pill and one-week stop. Wow. Yeah. And I don't know, I can't say anything about if that's wrong or right, right to stop or to to. Um, skip this week of of pausing, well, but just the history of it, where it comes from, is really it's, interesting. It's incredible. I mean, it's incredible, uh, no? When you think of uh, it's such a 
uh, a big uh, advantage for a woman to uh, have her um, um, periods once a month mm -hmm. because you it it can uh, liberate you from toxins it can mm -hmm. give you new energy it can uh, clean up your uh, your blood mm -hmm. uh, It's so fantastic. I mean, how uh, I don't want to go to in all the details, but, but we will talk about this we, in the next we will episode talk as about well. Yeah, it, yeah. But it's, it's super but interesting. It's, so stay tuned. For me, uh, it's so not natural to uh, imagine that the blood yeah. will stay mm -hmm. in, and it's uh, for your health. I think so not good. Yeah, me neither. But I mean, doctors say it's okay. So. Yes, I don't know. doctors say it's yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. That's always the, 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 that's drug, always the yeah. conflict, I think. Yeah. What doctors say and what yeah. your own body exactly. and heart is telling yeah. you. And you're like, mm, should I trust him or trust my own body? I, 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 but you have to be very strong. Huh? But I, I learned and I tried it. I did it with you also uh, when you had some problems. But first, what is the best for the person? What do I feel? What... what uh, Uh, it's so important mm. to respect your own rhythm mm. and your own uh, uh, needs. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And no doctor can uh, say uh, for you yeah, what, what you, you have to do, what you have to do. Yeah. I mean, That's yeah. Right. Mm. yeah. 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 Um, one last anecdote, <laughs> and uh, and then uh, we won't be done. Um, but I thought it was interesting, important, most of all, to include this one. It's quite controversial. Um, it's a big thing um, to talk about, but it's so important to talk about because this concerns uh, a lot of people. Um, I will try to uh, explain this in a simple way. Um, if you're not familiar with the term eugenics, it means um, it's the quest of uh yeah keeping the best race alive like trying to improve at least trying to improve uh the human race uh this has been used po uh, positively throughout the history i mean doctors use this positively and try to uh i don't know find ways of improving the humankind yeah. but with all inventions you can have a positive outtake and a negative outtake and people yeah. who will um you know use overuse this rule yeah. and this idea um and what i will say now is yeah as i said quite it's a big thing um but in my research i have encountered this story of eugenics being um connected to the pill the birth control pill yeah. in a way that uh in america the when the pill was made uh so the one who invented invented the birth control pill, Margaret Sanger. She also set up a lot of clinics in America, which are called pl uh, Planned Parenthood. I don't know if you've heard about them. No, no. And it's a center that almost every city or town has, uh, in theory, or at least every state. Uh, and you can go there, and it's where you get information about uh, contraceptives. Mm -hmm. You can get uh, yeah condoms or the pill there. You can get any contraceptive there. Yeah. And information and those uh, Planned Parenthood centers um, where um, yeah how can I say this the pill in that time yeah. 
combined with the Planned Parenthood centers, was made in a way that um, actually the pill was uh, more advertised in certain Planned Parenthoods and certain states where there were um, more, uh, the community of black people was more important. And uh, there were way more donations made and money given by the government to uh, advertise those contra this contraceptive method yeah. to black women. Yeah. Because uh, it was believed that uh, if you want to reduce in the time that America was highly racist, um, if you want to reduce this part of the population, you can also use the birth control pill to do so. Mm. So it's a it's it's yeah. a very very big thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. this means that the birth control pill was used by white people to suppress the black community and make sure that they would make less kids mm -hmm. and more available to those black women. Mm -hmm. And a thing that was also very common in those times in the fifties and sixties was the um, removal of the uterus, or at least closing of the uterus without the consent of black women. Oh my. Yeah. Uh, and this was done, uh, yeah, without their consent, and uh, it's it's they would leave the clinic without the ability oh. to make kids anymore. And um, yeah, so this was done by uh, um, Planned uh, Parenthood, oh, uh, the clinics, the centers, oh. or actually managed by when, them. When was it? This? That was in the 50s and 60s. Oh. And um, so there was, I can read, I have it written here, and it says, uh, state funding for family planning clinics frequently received popular support when associated with women of color, though the same was not true when associated with white women. So there was more uh, monetary support yeah. by the states for oh. the black woman. Oh. And uh, during the 50s, family planning initiatives targeted mostly black women, encouraging the use of contraceptive and sterilization in the interest of reducing the growth of the black population. Wow. This is uh, a big thing. Yeah. Vraiment, it's, I, it's incredible if you know this, and I think this will, especially for black women, I wow. have uh, some friends of mine who are um, women of color, And I think this is really re relevant for yes, those people yeah. who still actively seek, um, yeah, with this whole heavy history that yeah. black the black community has, I think this is a very important aspect to know. Wow. And also for a white woman, white men, because the moment you take something and you don't say anything, you're part of the oppressor. You're part of the movement yes, yeah, oppressing yeah, a certain yeah, group. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not saying this is still true, but I'm just stating that this happened yeah. and this yeah really happened wow, it was a it's thing. terrifying yeah. really oof. incroyable you, 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 you cannot imagine no. that people are uh, so uh, evil so yeah it's, it vicious. goes so far yeah it goes really far it's horrible it gives me uh, yeah. yeah wow I didn't really didn't know this no either me neither <laughs> again <laughs> wow. again and that I, I'm I'm so happy I'm doing uh, these podcasts. Wow! Because I, I, this I, is all very yeah, very, very relevant. Yes, very yeah. useful. Yeah. yeah, and I'm so eager to share this with. Yeah. I can uh, with understand. Women and men. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you. Very good. Um, so unless you have uh, 
something you want to say for the end and and I, I'm a little bit uh, speechless. Um, speechless. Speechless. Sorry. C'est pas grave. Sorry. Okay. Uh, I hear so many things. I, I it's 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 really. I don't know. It's it's. I'm like. Uh, I cannot imagine how people can do things like this. Yeah. yeah. So that makes it more important for me, for you to speak about it and that you have did a fantastic research and that you have to uh, let it know to all the mm. women and, and men also. It yeah. has to be known. Mm. has to yeah. be known. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the message that we will take yeah. today. Great. That we will uh, remember. It has to be known. Yeah. Um, merci maman De for rien. the second episode and yeah see you uh, at the next next episode next number three. episode <laughs> thank Very you good. thank you